Welcome to Rail Pass. I'm your host, Sarah Hardy, Division Manager of Visitor Experience with the Southern California Railway Museum, located in Paris, California. Join me as we learn more about the Railway Museum and meet the people who volunteer, work, play, partner, and engage with our museum. All aboard for our next great adventure. Today we're going to explore docenting at the Southern California Railway Museum. Docents are a really important part of any museum, and to help us understand that role for our museum, I've invited Gary Cochran. He is the lead docent with the museum. Um, Gary, before we get started, do you want to give our listeners a little introduction as to who you are? Uh, well, she already told you my name is Gary. Uh, I've been at the museum for 16 years. I uh, almost immediately started in the do docenting or hosting program when I arrived. And uh, before long, first thing I knew, I was appointed as the lead docent uh, because uh, we have a fairly serious turnover of docents and we, we lose our leaders. And so I've been in more or less in charge for about the last 10 years. Uh, we only have a complement now of uh, three of us, and uh, we're always in need of more. Can you tell our listeners what a docent does? Okay. Well, we offer guided tours Monday through Friday. And on the weekends, we operate the equipment for people to experience riding on. And in, in conjunction with that, we have a lot more volunteers on the property so we are able to keep our display barns open for people to uh, go through on their own, kind of a self-guided tour. The weekday tours are much more comprehensive. You learn a lot more about the museum and our collection. However, uh, we haven't found it feasible to have guided tours on the weekend as yet. So during the week, uh, people will arrive. There's no set schedule when somebody shows up. Uh, we start a tour, and if people arrive, they can join the tour. It takes anywhere from one to two hours, depending on how many questions people ask, and just how much of the museum they are interested in seeing. And uh, I think that about covers the way it works on a Monday through Friday basis. Why is this important for the museum? Oh, it's I. It's definitely important, as I said. On Monday through Friday, you get a much more comprehensive overview of what we're doing here, what our objective is, and just our, how we fit into the overall scheme of, of uh, Southern California and railroading history. Uh, it, and we are truly preserving a huge piece of Western and Southern California railroading and streetcar. What does it take to be a docent here? It's pretty much a hands-on instruction. Uh, we do have, we recommend that you take the first course, uh, the first day of indoctrination that's given to all of the uh, operators of the streetcars, which gives a good overview of the museum. And then from there on, uh, it's training with the current docents that will uh, walk with you and uh, expand your knowledge of the collection. Uh, we also have a lot of uh, written documentation either displayed on the equipment itself or elsewhere that a new person can review 
and get uh, familiar with what we have. That seems like kind of a daunting task. That's a lot of information to learn. Uh, yes and no. As I said, almost all the equipment has placards on it that give you the basic background on it. And then we have other printed material that you can read. And um, it's been my experience that new people catch on pretty rapidly because basically you're just explaining the piece of equipment that you're observing at that time. And you just need to develop a good knowledge of each individual piece. And even though we have over 200 pieces, what is on display for people to see and, and ask questions about is only about 15 or 20 pieces. Okay. That seems a little more manageable. Can you tell me how you got involved? I know you said that you've kind of been involved with docentine since you started volunteering at the museum, but can you tell me about the beginning? Well, uh, yeah, the first few months I was here, I worked in the restoration department, and uh, then I got, I can't really remember exactly how I got involved in hosting, but it appealed to me because I like to interact with the people that, that show up. And it also gives you uh, a much, you can get more integrated into the overall museum activity through this division. Uh, I think that's what drew me to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just expanded from there. And uh, I must enjoy it. I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, being a docent is a really good way to familiarize yourself with, there are so many divisions at this museum. So by being a docent, you really get to know each division and know the people that work in it. That is correct. Yeah. You're, you're going to interface with a lot of those uh, division managers and because you need to have knowledge of what's going on the in order projects. to pass that information on to the visitors. Mm -hmm. How So how did you, you've been the lead docent for about 10 years. How did you get that role? Did you take it on voluntarily, <laughs> voluntold? No, not voluntarily. Uh, the gentleman that was the lead when I got involved, he... Uh, resigned and nobody wanted to step up to do it and I, there were two or three people in management that kind of twisted my arm and said you can go ahead and do it and I was skeptical at first but it uh, it really uh, if you put the time in uh, it, it develops pretty fast. Can you tell me about one of your favorite moments you've had while while being a docent? Well it's really interesting because we interface, we, we have visitors from all over the world. I've taken people around from China, from Russia, Germany. Uh, I had a gentleman from Germany just uh, last week, and uh, I was showing him uh, one of the pieces of equipment. We have a, we have a streetcar from Ireland, and he, he just said, you know, about two months ago, I was in the little city where this streetcar ran. <laughs> and so that was another. And then there was another instance. We have the Ward Kimball collection in our narrow gauge building here. And if people don't know, Ward was a huge rail fan who worked for Walt Disney. And he gave us his collection in about, in about 1990. Uh, I was taking a gentleman around and showing him Ward's collection. And behind one of the little locomotives, there are several little tour cars that people could ride in. And he, just out of the blue, he said, you know, I built these cars for Ward. Uh. And that just kind of floored me, right? And he said that. So there, are, you get little things like that 
not every day, of course, but uh, it's very interesting. A lot of the different people you meet and and the uh, stories they have. Do you, since you know the equipment so well, do you have a favorite piece of equipment? Uh, yeah, uh, the my little pet car is the uh, 1956 Pullman sleeping car. I I pretty much take care of that, keep it clean and and really uh, in good shape for people to see. Uh, on locomotives, uh, 108 is my favorite. Uh, that's the one that we completed about two years ago. Uh, a massive uh, project to get that uh, totally restored. My little contribution was I restored the windshield wipers. <laughs> it's a beautiful locomotive. Have you had any particularly funny moments as a docent? No, I guess this is just too serious a position. I, yeah. I really can't think of anything <laughs> that I found too humorous. <laughs> How about something challenging? Well, challenging is the biggest challenge is having a docent available Monday through Friday to greet these people and give them a, a good extensive overview of, of our museum and our collection. Uh, at, from the standpoint of being the lead, it's frustrating that we don't have more people available uh, so we can, if somebody has to be off, uh, that we can fill the, the slot. So as a consequence, there are times when we don't have a docent available, and I find that quite frustrating. Because there's really no other way to access the collection without... That, that's true. During the week, the buildings are locked, and you need somebody with keys to get you in uh, and to, um, of course, explain it all to you. So what keeps you like motivated to come back? What is it about this place? Well, I, we all develop a love for this place, and uh, I guess I've got as big a one as anybody. Uh, and there are days that I get up and say, oh, gosh, I have to go in again. But it's amazing. Once you start a tour, and by the 15 minutes into the tour, and you can see the interest that's being generated by, with the visitors, it all melts away and it becomes fun. Yeah, that's great. So if any of our listeners are interested in getting involved as a docent, how would they go about doing that? Well, you simply need to uh, come out here and talk to us. Uh, and if you decide to do that, of course, to volunteer in any uh position out here you have to be a member so that's a token charge of $40 a year and you uh, then you can get involved in some formal training and uh, we will be more than happy to spend whatever time we have to with whoever's interested in becoming part of us. Where do you hope to see the docent program in the next five years? Well I'd like to see us have a staff of at least five to ten uh, and when I first started, we did have it, it between five and ten people, uh, but through uh, attrition and, and moving away and so forth, we've narrowed it down to now we're basically two people. Um, I'd like to see us build up that staff, and, and doing that, we could get more involved in special events and so forth, and we could have weekend tours, too. Uh, the the future times that we have experimented with weekend tours they were very successful yeah i can imagine that well i really thank you for taking the time to talk with me today and i know that you know this isn't your only project at the museum so i would definitely like to have you back if you're interested to talk about 
other things that you're involved with. Okay, thank you for having me. All right, thanks, Gary. Thank you for joining me today. As you disembark, make sure to like, subscribe, and comment. And visit SoCalRailway.org to view past episodes, photo, video, and bonus material. And also let us know what you would like to hear, who you'd like to meet, and what we can do for the next Rail Pass episodes. Thank you.